Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and today I'm in Australia. You may not um, be aware of this, but I'm a pastor of a church in Detroit, Michigan, the Plymouth United Church of Christ. And for the last several years, uh, aggressively since um, 2009, I established what I like to call a travel ministry of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, Detroit. Uh, and through the travel ministry, we take trips. And, uh, you know, we got there um, uh, kind of by accident. Uh, to be honest, the first trip we took was in 1988 to Liberia with a guy named Art White, who was a member of the church. And uh, Art was from Liberia. And we put together a nice trip to Liberia and uh, basically around Monrovia. Uh, as things uh, progressed, another member of the church, Dr. Julie Wea Tway, who's also from Liberia, uh, shared with me the uh, difficulties his particular tribe, the Sarbo tribe, was having uh, in the interior of Liberia, an area called River G. And there uh, in the interior, uh, his tribe uh, suffered uh, a mass execution of many of the men at the start of a civil war. And uh, in 1997, um, the, the tribe that, uh, you know, walked into power uh, in Monrovia uh, had to go down the road past where Dr. Tway's tribe was, and uh, they didn't want anybody following them, uh, fighting them from the rear. So they gathered the whole tri tribe together. Uh, they claimed that they were coming in peace, but as it turned out, um, they just pulled a group of men together. I forget how many, but it was substantial. And uh, they butchered them uh, with machetes right there in front of everybody. And they threatened the rest of the tribe and said, if you follow us or want to fight us, we'll do the same to you. And so the tribe was terrified, and they crossed the river Cavalli between Liberia and the Cote d'Ivoire. And when they did that, uh, they effectively became refugees of war. And so uh, when I found out from Dr. Tway what had happened to his tribe, because he had disappeared, I hadn't seen him for a while, uh, you know, we talked about it, and I said, well, look, I'd like to see if our church could, in Detroit could provide some financial support and emotional support for your tribe. So we put together an effort where we raised money for his tribe, which was now refugees of war in the Ivory Coast or Cote d'Ivoire. Also a guy named Bob Johnson, who's a member of the church at the time, was the senior vice president for the Detroit Medical Center. And he talked to the Detroit Medical Center Foundation, and we received several thousands of dollars worth of medicine. And basically we put together a... Uh, a peacekeeping mission. 
And that began the modern missions of our church. Uh, and we took a mission to Liberia in 1997. In 1999, we recreated that trip. And on that trip, I, I was pleased because I invited my sons to go with me, Nathan and Noah. And I wanted them to come because they had only seen me in the pulpit at uh, Plymouth United Church of Christ. They only had seen me at the pulpit. They'd only seen me in the pulpit at our church, uh, which is an African-American church uh, in the heart of Detroit. But they had never seen anything like that. And uh, what I saw in 1997 was that it was safe, uh, even though da somewhat dangerous. So I invited them to go and come along with me in 1999 and in the 1999 trip we took a few other people as well and uh, it was a great trip but those are mission trips um, and then in the early 2000s another church member Dr. Ingeda Asfal who's a thoracic surgeon originally from Ethiopia was doing medical missions in Ethiopia. I asked him if our church <clears throat> could be supportive, and he said yes. And we helped him raise money, actually the first $10,000 for a million-dollar hospital that he put together, uh, which exists to this day in Awasa, Ethiopia. But those are mission trips. And again, members of the church were asking me, they said, um, you know, we we're fascinated with the travel that you're doing. We want to travel, but we don't want to sleep like you're sleeping. And we don't want to eat like the way you're eating. You know, we want to, you know, have our own, um, we, we want to eat and sleep well. And so uh, I started thinking about it. And I said, what's really so bad about eating in a nice restaurant or sleeping in a nice hotel. I said, that doesn't make you a sinner. And uh, I talked with uh, some of our people about that, and uh, hence the travel ministry of the Plymouth United Church of Christ was born. And uh, the first really nice trip we took was in 2009 to um, Egypt. And that was a trip where a couple of my wife's law clerks uh, really, I think, were showing off for her. They're of Egyptian ancestry, and they put together a trip that I thought was unparalleled. Um, you know, it only at that time cost $2,500 per person, including airfare. And, um, and it was a great trip. You know, we saw the major highlights of Egypt for about two weeks and uh, took about, you know, 25 people or so. That was in uh, tw 27 people. And then that was in uh, 2009. In 2012, I took 62 people to South Africa, uh, which was a tremendous trip. That's the biggest trip we've taken so far. And then in 2014... Uh, I took about 44 people. We had 44 people who traveled with us to Accra, Ghana. 
And those were all trips that uh, the church sponsored. And then after the Accra, Ghana trip in 2014, we went to uh, Greece and Rome, and we call that following in the footsteps of the Apostle Paul. Then after the Greece and Rome trip, uh, we put together a trip to China, and those were big trips, you know, like 50-some people. And then the uh, last trip we took was to Israel, and that was a beautiful trip. I actually baptized people in the Jordan River. And then following the uh, Israel, Israel trip, uh, which was a spiritual trip, the Greece and Rome trip were spiritual trips, but then um, we got waylaid because of the COVID uh, and the precautions on travel. So we had planned this trip to Australia for some time, but uh, just have been delayed and postponed because of COVID restrictions. But now we're at it, and uh, this is a great trip uh, that we have here. We have 32 people, including myself and my wife. And uh, the other day, we were taking the airplane uh, internally in um, Australia from an area called Cairns. Uh, from there, uh, where the Great Barrier Reef is, to uh, back to Sydney, and uh, which is the capital of Australia. I know there are several people who listen to this podcast and some who read my blog who are from Australia, and I want you to know uh, you have a beautiful country. I'm so impressed with what I've seen here thus far. And uh, on the airplane ride back on Qantas Air, uh, this is within the nation, Qantas Air offers free Wi-Fi while you're in the airplane. And, you know, in the United States, uh, our airlines want to charge you for that. And I guess I've been cheap, and I didn't want to pay for free Wi-Fi in the air, but um, I did that on this trip, and uh, on the trip back from Cairns to um, Sydney, and I wrote a little prayer. I, I just was feeling very spiritual about myself. I was thinking about uh, how good God has been to me, and thinking from a spiritual perspective, what commitment could I make to God at this point in my life, I'm 71 years of age. Uh, things are going very well. They're going well at the church. Uh, I'm transitioning in my ministry, doing some other uh, interesting things with the ministry, uh, really moving toward a broadcast ministry, which I hope in a few weeks uh, will materialize. But, you know, through it all, we have to give God Thanks. No matter, we have to give God the praise for how things are going in our lives. And so I'd like to pray, offer this little prayer with you that I wrote on the airplane flying from Cairns, where the Great Barrier Reef is, back to Sydney, Australia. And this is really where I am spiritually right now. And I invite you to pray with me. Let us pray. Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me to be loving and kind. Show me your forgiveness. Help me to know the way of love. 
Grant me your peace. Show me the way to tranquility. Teach me the ways of sacrifice. Help me to strive to be honest and fair, to hate injustice and inequality, and to do good all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Again, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and I thank you so much for uh, joining me and listening to this podcast. I'm just sharing with you where I am spiritually right now. And my prayer for today is that the Lord might show me His ways to be more loving and kind, to be forgiving, to know the ways of love, that God would grant me peace, tranquility, to show me the way of sacrifice and help me to strive to be honest and fair, to hate injustice and inequality, inequality and to do good all the days of my life. That's my prayer for today. God bless. God keep you. And I want you to know I am praying for you.